I'm a uh, date coach, but I'm also a matchmaker. And I try to match busy professionals looking for long-term relationships because a lot of people get into that same wheel. I call it the wheel of you get up, go to work, you know, maybe you do a few errands, come back home and repeat the cycle. And so if you're in that insular world, you probably will not meet, you know, the love of your life because, you know, you're not out with a different people. You're just in that same circle. So I just always felt, let me just, you know, start a company so I could be that central hub of people who are serious, you know, about relationships that they can actually, you know, come here and I could just say, oh, yes, I have the perfect person, like you said earlier, that aligns with your values and is what you're looking for. So with that said, I just wanted to hear from a male perspective, if you think matchmaking is viable for men or women who are looking for relationships. I know there's online dating. I know there is traditional offline, but just wanted to ask about the matchmaking. Absolutely agree. That is a good idea for anyone to, to look for a matchmaker. Now, I haven't personally used one in my life, but like I say, being becoming clear on my values, I completely understand why it would be useful to have a matchmaker. And I've been trying to think of different ways to answer this question. And, you know, I spoke to this guy who does a particular type of massage called body therapy. And I spoke to him about his clients and he said, uh -huh. yeah, my clients keep coming. And I was wondering, but if you, can't you just teach them how to take care of themselves so they don't need to? And what he was saying, yeah, but you know, sometimes when we're busy, we're professionals, we've got a lot going on in our lives. We don't have time to do all those things that are probably going to improve our lives. So where I like, I've used my psychology and I've been to coaches and uh, psychologists and therapists and have a really clear about idea about what it is I want in my life. Not everybody has time for that. Mm. So if you can speak to a matchmaker and tell them what you're looking for, tell them what interests you, what's important for you, what kind of future you want. And that person can then, you know, be like your proxy who goes out there looking for these partners for you. And they've also, I can imagine you have both men and women who are giving you an idea of what they want. So right. you can match people precisely, matchmaker, right? Right. Um, you can save people so much time. So, you know, if I wasn't 100% clear, or I didn't have time to look for a partner, especially in a little town where I live. There's only 300,000 people here, right? Oh, wow. So okay, cool. if I could find someone who could save me that time, go out and narrow down all the people that actually fit what I'm looking for, instead of, instead of having to spend like six months, a year, two years, I don't, you know, my time is limited. I don't have two years to go through like how many different partners to find out who's the right one for me. Mm. If I can do all that work, then when I find that person or when the matchmaker finds that person for me, I'm going to save months, maybe even years of looking for that person. So I can definitely see for a person who has a, you know, professional, busy life, has a lot going on, matchmaker will save you so much time, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, saying that, but you're so right. I think that's why I have so many people who do come because that, you know, they've done everything in their life. You know, they, mm. they found the location where they want to live. They have the job that they love. They have a great friends and family. And it's just that one thing. And like you said, they don't want to spend the next, you know, five, 10, 15 years trying to <laughs> search out and find and hunt or whatever. <laughs> they want to just get on with life and travel with them or do whatever, you know, hobbies they have. So yeah, most definitely. So thank you. So um, with that said, as far as matchmaking, you know, you could just look out there as far as 
I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, where, wherever. And I'm willing to just let you know about what I do because I know that's new to a lot of people. They're like matchmaker. What is that? But I'm willing to, you know, just you know, dispel the myth about that matchmaking is just, just for the rich or just for a certain class or whatever it may be. It is for everyone. So just um, reach out to me and I'll let you know more about it. However, I have one other question that I wanted to, you know, ask. And I just wanted to let you know something that I've gone back and forth in my whole life is for, am I an introvert? Am I an extrovert? Am I ambivert? Whatever <laughs> Bert that you may think. And there's so many words out there flown, alpha male, alpha female, a confident male, a confident female. And it, it's, it's a, a term that I think it, in relationships that needs to be discussed because I think there's a lot of myths on both sides. And that's why I, I wanna ask you know, Winston about what is actually the difference, how it makes a difference in knowing that as far as in relationships. So you can be clear as well about what is an extrovert, what's an introvert and be comfortable in whatever you are. So with that said, Winston, can you please break down what it is because you know, everybody has these different questions all the time and they just don't know if they should mask themselves at a, as a different person when they get in a relationship. And I truly find this a lot with introverts. They feel that they have to be a whole different person instead of being comfortable with themselves. And, you know, I was talking to you earlier about that. When I look at it, I think I'm more of an introvert, but I have no problem, you know, you know, being with extroverts, et cetera, because of just you know, my background, what I've done, you know, both professionally and personally. But I just want you to break down the myth about extroverts and introverts. So I'm going to start with myself. I did a personality test a little while back, and I grew up all my life thinking that I was introvert. I was very quiet. I, you, you don't see that on social media, but I was very quiet. I hold myself back. And I, I just assume that means I'm an introvert because I'm quiet and I, and I don't speak to a lot of people. I did this personality test where I had to answer 100 questions and I actually discovered I'm an extrovert. Hmm, okay. Some of the things that it put out uh, put to me was, you know, in a room of 100 people, I'm the sixth loudest person in the room. And I didn't get it at first, but I started to look back at uh, staff meetings, parties, when I'm on the bus or on, you know, driving around town or traveling. I always approach people and speak to them. And if there's a group of 10 people, I'm the one or the two loudest person out of that group. Hmm. And I started to think of all these different situations, you know, going back to the narrative, right? Uh, I have a narrative of myself being quiet because that's what I was told as a child, happened in my teenage years. But when I started picking out these stories, I realized I'm actually one of the loudest people. The reason is extroverts get the energy from people. So the more people I meet in the day as I'm, you know, having a lot of social interactions, like my energy levels are just increasing. Um, I don't spend a lot of time alone. I, I only realized that under the lockdown, actually, how much, how little I'm alone. I always have my family. I have my friends around me. And then suddenly I couldn't. That's when it became apparent to me. Introverts, on the other hand, they get their energy from alone time. And the more social interactions that they have, the more energy they use. And, you know, they need, they will sooner or later need to have some time alone. That could be an evening with a glass of wine or, you know, going for a walk by themselves because they recharge when they're alone. So, and you, and you mentioned uh, some, something you heard earlier and that, that pretty much puts it for me. Extroverts get their energy from people, introverts get their energy from being alone. 
And just to add another thing to that, it has nothing to do with confidence. There's so many other behaviors we have which have nothing to do with extroversion and introversion. I'm so glad you that you said that. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you can have a con uh, confident introvert. You can have a confident extrovert. There's, there's no connection there. Right. And I'm glad that you said it because I know that, you know, I've even looked at, you know, videos talking about how many CEOs that are introverts. So I just wanted to make sure people understand and dispel that myth about, yeah. you know, confidence and related to, you know, if you're introvert or extrovert and how that when you're going into a relationship, you know, you just need to be yourself, whatever that is. And there's a match for you, whatever that is. So exactly. I'm glad that and you if, you know, again, that's the thing where opposites detract. If you're an extrovert and you go into a relationship with an introvert, well, that extrovert is going to want to go out partying. They're going to want to be socializing. They're going to want to be meeting people. And you need to consider that in all those interactions, you're going to be using your energy. You're going to be drained and you're going to be tired. So again, you know, ideally you want someone who match, at least comes close to your level of introversion or extroversion. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that you added that too. <laughs> as far as, you know, everybody likes, you know, that um, life of the party, but it just depends on how much you can take as a person, depending on where you fall on that spectrum. So I appreciate that. You know, anything else before we close out, you know, this discussion that, you know, you would like to add because you, you know, you dropped, you know, valuable gems for not just me, but for everybody who's going to be listening, you know, to this discussion. So anything else that you want to add that people should know in the mental health space, you know, before they, you know, jump into any relationship? Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're finding your values and doing things towards your values, you're going to be protecting your mental health, because you're going to have less contradictions in the, th in the mm -hmm. things you do, right? And I can imagine, you know, when you speak to anyone who is offering a service to you, and they're asking you to explain who you are, every time you explain who you are, you're going to learn about who you are because you're going to say things that you maybe wouldn't have said to yourself. You're going to say things that are important to the, the thing that you're about to go into. So if you're meeting a matchmaker who's going to help you find a partner, you're going to start raising things and saying things that actually will, that you maybe hadn't thought of before that are going to help you find the right partner. So I can imagine some of the conversations you have might list, might sound or look a little bit like a coaching conversation. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. And I guess for myself, I, you know, like you said, I learned so much about myself every time I speak to, you know, a different client, not even a different client, just when I'm out and about, you know, in the world and running errands, et cetera, like that. So you are so true. And so before we close out, why don't you tell people, you know, because I know you coach people around the world, if you could just tell how they could find you, where you're listed, et cetera, you know, for, you know, if anyone wants to reach out for your services. I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere now. And you'll normally find me under winstonwilliams.dk. If you actually go to my website, winstonwilliams.dk, you can find links to all my social media, my YouTube channel, my Instagram, and you can actually have direct contact to me, or you can book a, a discovery call directly on my website. So that's where you'll find me. All right. Well, great. Thank you again for your time. And I know we'll probably be on, you know, different panels again, but I just appreciate you taking this time Winston. I know that everybody, you know, enjoyed the responses, the answers that you said, and I wish you the, the best for the rest of your day. Thank you very much, Karen. I look forward to speaking to you soon. Nope. Oh, thank you.